0: carp and the sharp college football week one we're officially back this week we're going to go over all the marquee matchups with you get you prepared we're going to go over our cards we're both going to pick 10 games a week and that's going to be a season-long competition a little friendly wager involved so we'll cover those with you we're just pumped football's back it's the best time of the year so let's buckle in and get this season started Sugarwater's in the lab with me. What's going on, Jay?
1: Not much. Excited for this week. We got a fi- uh, we finally got a full slate of college football. Um, that means football's officially back, and yeah, it's it's a good week. It's a good week one slate.
0: Yeah, not bad. I mean, looking through, I know we picked out like our marquee games, but you could almost look at most every game, and at least there's spreads, there's interesting material there, so... Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so obviously we'll jump into it. So like we were saying in the intro, we decided on a 10-game card for our competition. Have we decided on the wager yet, Jay?
1: No, but I was thinking um, actually of a couple things. One being, since we both play in the same fantasy football leagues, the winner just pays for the other person's dues the following season. Or the loser loser pays for the winner's dues. That's what I meant.
0: Got it. Okay. I like Are we talking Thurston, the Carly, or both?
1: Just both leagues that we're in.
0: Okay. I don't hate that. So we'll do it. So obviously this season will be – We pay our own own way, and then – But next season we'll we'll pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's fun. That makes it interesting about, like – you know, seven and a half units, roughly. So it makes it worth playing for. So let's do it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we got that settled. This is actually the second recording of this episode. Um, last night sucked, huh?
1: Yeah, last night. I mean, we were in person last night, and uh, it was it was quite interesting. We're you know we're getting some growing pains that we got to get through for being uh, two newbies to the podcast game. We're still figuring some stuff out trying to get audio to actually, well, I mean, technically the audio recorded, it we just can't hear it, <laughs> yeah. if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I think what happened was we were recording, but we didn't actually have our recording devices on, so it was picking up, we were talking, but it just wasn't recording us. Um, so gotcha. I, you should be able to hear us this time, and if, if you can, we did it right this time around, so... We'll, uh, we'll clean it up here for everyone going forward. But, and it gives us a little bit more time to look at our picks. Uh, I know we, like you said, we both love the cards, so we can always use an extra data research. Um, but, yeah, let's jump right into it, Jay, and kind of go over. I know we were looking at Utah first in that line, four and a half. Um, I know you had a lot to say on this. What are your thoughts on the Utah Gators
1: in Utah? Yeah, so originally the line was Utah minus six and a half with the over under at 44 and a half. Though the over under hasn't moved, I mean, I think it's moved to half a point to 44, but the, the game line has dropped from six and a half to Utah minus four and a half. And that's because uh, Cam Rising, probably the most important returning player on Utah's roster, is officially ruled out for that game. Um, yeah, I, liked, I liked Utah a lot when we thought Cam was going to play. Um, but with him out, I don't really like either side of the spread, to be honest with you, because, I mean, Utah is a tough place to play, especially at night. Yep. Um, F- Florida, I don't really have any faith in Graham Mertz, the transfer from Wisconsin. Um, they're going to have some growing pains with him. He never really proved himself in the big ten um, I mean both I mean Utah still has some offensive weapons they brought back a bunch of players um, but I still still with without playing, I'm not very comfortable on the spread but if but if I'm gonna have to make a pick for the show I am gonna take Florida plus the points
0: ooh. Like you said, the, when you get into the four and a half range, it's the the most annoying line there is, really. You know, if you're going well, to the spread.
1: Well, that's I, what I mean. It's just like I I liked them, like I said, I liked them with Cam playing, but with the news that Cam's not going to play, I, I'm just not comfortable. I don't know really any information on the backup quarterback, um, but I don't know. Now I'm slowly talking myself back into Utah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to let you talk about it and I might I might make the switch. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, we'll try to pull you back over to the Utah bandwagon. Um, I, I mean, you covered it. Utah at night. Rick Eccles Stadium, a really tough place to come in and win in general under the lights. That stadium gets rowdy, which is kind of funny because it's like Mormon and everything beer wise is like two percent ABV. Um yeah. but they can party. They can throw back, you know, 40, 50 oh, yeah. beers and still get just as rowdy as the Gators can in the swamp.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> especially early in the season, it's still got some good weather out there.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. Beautiful, perfect fall in Utah. I can, I can only imagine that would be a great campus to be at. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, with that being said, Week One, Utah is going to come out strong. I mean, they're college football hopeful, uh, college football playoff hopeful. I mean, obviously, Florida's not going to be in that conversation. Utah has a little bit more to play for, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they got to come out set the tone. Like you said, hopefully their backup can, you know, just manage well enough to get through what, in my opinion, is not the best Florida Gators team that's ever been put together. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my pick, even with the news Florida minus four and a half. Yeah. Um, and
1: I'm just going to hold on tight. I think that'll be a fun game to watch. You know what? You know what? I'm sticking with my pick. Florida plus four and a half. <laughs> solely because I've been in contact with our our uh, Florida Gators insider, Mr. Alan Goodrow. Yep. And uh, I asked him what he thought about the game tonight. And he said that Florida <laughs> has no shot, even with Cam rising out. And that... Knowing Al Goodrow and the pessimist that he is, uh, tells me that I need to fade that choice and go with Florida plus four and a half.
0: Yeah, definitely, just fade Goodrow when it comes to a, like a hometown pick when it's going opposite. Yep. And
1: he always, he's always, he always thinks his team's going to lose.
0: Yeah, the only time he was correct and it it broke my heart was the uh, Orlando Magic Dwight Howard team that beat up, yeah. <laughs> and Goodrow was all over them. What was that? Oh nine, I think. Oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Outside of that, I mean, he's like the the Mikey Felger of the South. So he's always going to be against the boys until they prove him wrong. Um. So yeah, no, I I definitely I think that'll be an awesome. Official kickoff of week one. I know we had some games last weekend, but we're getting, you know, down to the nitty-gritty this week, so that'll be a, a fun watch. Um, and then, obviously, we'll go right into the weekend. I know University of Virginia, uh, UVA, is good for some, I would say, a ton of scores against Tennessee. Um, the lines plus 24, and you're getting a, a plus line there. I think that might be tough to fade um, just given the amount of points you're getting and still getting basically a money line pick them. Uh, who do you like in the, the UVA 10 game?
1: I actually love Tennessee here uh, yeah. because uh, because I don't think that their offense is gonna miss a step. Uh, granted they lost uh, Hendon Hooker last year to the draft. Uh, but they do have transferred Joe Milton from Michigan, remember? Yep. He transferred two years ago. He didn't really play last year because they had a but he But he's going to come right in, and Josh Heibel's offense is fit for him. I expect him to sling it around, especially with the weapons he has. Um, in fact, I, I have him as a dark horse to win the Heisman this year because that offense wow. is set up for him to succeed i mean he's got three three important receivers that are returning in brew mccoy rommel keaton rommel rommel keaton and squirrel white uh they they weren't big names last year but they they had some solid production as uh number two receivers um all three of them combined last year for over 1700 yards and 11 touchdowns and i expect those numbers to climb wow um
0: big year for the balls huh
1: Yep, and uh, as well as – also they have their two star running backs returning who split carries last year and combined for uh, 23 total touchdowns. So I expect them to score a ton of points, especially in this game. So I'm taking Tennessee minus – is it 24? Because it was 28 uh, when it opened
0: yeah i think it's 24 now so
1: i mean that goes to show yeah it. then i'm i'm taking tennessee minus 24 and i'm also gonna take the over on that game is, is it still 56 and a half? yeah that's what
0: i'm still seeing
1: all right yeah i'm gonna take the over with that too i like
0: it i like it yeah i think i mean i i do i think i like both of those picks um Truthfully, until I was doing research, I forgot your boy Joey Milton was even there. Like you said, didn't really have yep. an impact last year. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the Heisman prediction—that's that's our hot takes, guys, that we're talking about. I think that's that's awesome. Him, and Heisman, Joey Milton, Garrett Wilson, yep. top five receiver. Jay's cooking this year. Early, I love it.
1: Oh yeah, I expect Joe Milton to be a sleeper for that. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in New York City at the end of the year.
0: Well, I hope so. He's a good kid. He's got a good makeup. He's got a pro build too. You know what I mean. So he oh, could, yeah. he could be a high pick next year. I don't oh, know yeah. where he's projected right now, but I'll be curious to see um, what Joe does the rest of the way. Yep. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. No, I definitely like I said. I like that a lot. Um. So I know we got the obviously the battle of the Carolinas. That was another one. Your boys, the twenty one rank. UNC Tar Heels um, minus two and a half. That I think that might be the the best value of the weekend. I know a lot of folks do kind of take home field into consideration, especially like cross state rivals. Um, it's tough to go and play in South Carolina, um, but I, I love UNC this year. I think they're going to make a push, and they're not going to you know they're not going to start out zero and one against an unseeded. South
1: Carolina team in my opinion I don't know what your thoughts are um, this game actually scares me quite a bit I do want North Carolina to win and I want them to cover but it's it scares me because South Carolina is always underrated They but they always have really really good talent and <clears throat> the way that they ended the season last year they they were pretty much unstoppable the last few weeks they ended up winning their bowl game they beat the shit out of Tennessee and uh, they're returning quarterback Spencer Rattler uh, he overall last year didn't have a great year but he ended the season season very well Mm -hmm. Um, North Carolina obviously returning Heisman hopeful Drake May Um, I like Drake May I think that he has the best chance between him and Caleb Williams to uh, win the Heisman this year that's not Um, both 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 teams have have key players, but on opposite sides of the ball. Uh, Gamecocks really aren't bringing back anybody on the offensive side of the ball other than, you know, their quarterback. Meanwhile, Carolina's bringing in some transfer talent at wide receiver and they're bringing back their running backs and their two other wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, but their defense has always been an issue. North Carolina's defense has always given up a lot, a lot, a lot of points, especially late uh, in the second half. Mm -hmm. Um, And Carolina's defense is always usually pretty stout. So, I actually like the under in this game, under sixty-four and a half. Yeah, that's and I am gonna I am gonna ride with North Carolina minus two and a half just because they're they're my guys, but. I wouldn't be shocked if South Carolina actually pulls off the victory, but just for the sake of the show and me having to make a pick, I'm taking North Carolina minus two and a half. Yeah. I and I do, I do like the under in that game.
0: Yeah. No, I think that that's a lock to me. I mean, we'll see. It's going to play close. It's going to be rowdy. Um, kind of a fun fact. So, so you and the hot takes. So Drake May plus 1,800 on DraftKings for the Heisman. Caleb Williams, really? plus 450, which is wild. Yeah, Caleb's, Caleb's the favorite for yeah. sure. I didn't know it was that. Like, I did, I truthfully didn't know it was going to be that big of a difference, though. I mean, just watching them both last year, you would think that would be, you know, like a plus 500, plus 700 situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but just wanted to throw that out there. I was peeking at it. Uh, but I think, yeah, consensus, UNC, minus two and a half. What did you have the over-under at? What number? Uh, 64
1: and a half Let's see Yeah 64 and a half I like the under
0: Yeah I mean You said it best UNC's defense is offense So they're gonna If they're gonna win the game It's gonna be a big number So
1: That's what I mean Like I'm I'm banking Like the way I picture this game, If North Carolina ends up winning the game They're gonna They're gonna end up winning like 21-17 Or something like that Or 21-20 So Right Yep
0: no, I I agree with that. I think those are both you know fairly safe numbers there. So yeah, yeah, um, cool. But yeah, anyway. So next, obviously, could be it's not going to be a close game by any means. Um, but if my boys Penn State are going to make the college football playoffs, they're going to have to come out and make a statement. Um, obviously, the game's not going to play close. Uh, it's going to be. I think the spread was 40 last I looked uh, that could have moved slightly but what for Penn State Penn State WVU no it's only 20 and a half oh that's that was me being cocky I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna move the line to 40 I think that was more of a joke in my notes Jesus crow that, I'm not gonna actually bet real money on that so not financial okay advice. Uh, 20.5, okay, that makes way more sense. I was like, are they really going to win by six touchdowns against the WVU team? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, well, that makes me feel even better. If it's 20.5, three scores, I mean, I think Penn covers that all day. Uh, Drew Allar is ready to go off. He's going to be, a obviously, a first-rounder. Um, I think this will be Penn's opportunity to come out and set – you know, the stage for what should be a hopeful playoff run. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's going to be actually closer than a lot of people think um, just because of all the turnover on both teams. They're both very inexperienced at all the skill positions on offense, yep. uh, including quarterbacks. Um, Penn state, uh, quarterback has a little bit more experience just because they blew out so many teams last year he was able to get into almost every game and play some garbage time but yeah um, like I said I expect it to be a little bit closer than people think um, so I actually have West, Virgi- West Virginia to uh, cover the 20 and a half and I think it's going to be a low scoring. Kind yeah. of like old school Big Ten kind of game where they rub the ball a lot and play some defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think what's going to happen: West Virginia's not going to win, obviously, but I think what's going to happen is Penn State's going to probably win like like thirty to like 15, fourteen, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think if they're if they're going to win, it's going to have to be a number like that. Um, yeah, or a cover rather. So yeah, I. I I don't love it. Like I said, I, I obviously got to stop joking around with my lines because minus 40 yeah. is insane, and that's what I keep reading. Um, so I think I'm, that's why I love 20 and a half so much, the fact that I read 40 first, and then I got basically yeah. 19 points I'm calling, back for free. <laughs> I'm calling my shot
1: with uh, the exact score. It's going to 20, be 27
0: to 10. Wow tough to cover 20 and a half when you're only scoring 27 so if you're yeah. right that's an easy cover Well, i don't know i might flip-flop that one before saturday too but yeah i'm gonna stick to my guns 20 and a half they're not gonna win by 40 but I'll, i i would outline that out to 27 and a half and wouldn't feel the worst about it but we'll see um and then the game of the weekend, I'm stoked for this game. Obviously, it's going to be two teams that legitimately could make a playoff run. Uh, yep. LSU and FSU. I mean, the fact that FSU is coming into the season, like right outside of the hunt in projections, they're at home. LSU's given up the two and a half. Um, I go back and forth on this one. Where were you starting? I guess we're
1: thinking about that line. Um, I don't like Florida state in general. So naturally I'm going to take LSU minus two and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, granted Florida state has arguably the best returning quarterback in the country. Some people say it is cam. I mean, not Cam. Some people say it is, uh, Williams. Yeah. uh, Williams at USC. Yeah um but oh, some people say it is Jordan Travis at Florida State um but I just don't like Florida State and never have uh this game was also played week 1 last year at a neutral site and Florida State won that game I believe by one point and they really shouldn't have and so I think LSU is going to pay him back for this and basically this could be a preview of a of a playoff matchup as well so a lot of people have lsu sneaking in there uh late in the season um i kind of like lsu in there if if i kind of like lsu as a dark horse to win the sec actually um but damn
0: fading our band already huh
1: yeah, so I'm gonna go LSU minus two and a half, and I also like the over fifty six and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think that's the lock of the weekend. The and I think you can, ESPN. You can get it at fifty six even, but I think DraftKings were still fifty six and a half. But um, yeah. I think that goes sixty plus easy. I could see both teams being in the thirties in an LSU yeah. cover, truthfully. Um. Yeah. You said it. Jaden Williams, man. He's gonna. He's going to be the player to watch this year. I mean, he's right up in there top 3, top 4 for obviously odds for Heisman as well. Um, yeah. I think he's actually number 2. Um did I say Williams, Jaden Daniels? Wow. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to correct you after, but I, I was missing Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. That would be the yep. ultimate combo right there. Imagine that player, all the intangibles. <laughs> they would be the Heisman I I will say that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They did have a good chance. That's for sure. Right.
0: But yeah, no, I love Daniels. Um, He's obviously, he's 22 years old. You know what I mean? He's a veteran. He's been there. He's, you know, put his time in on the field. He's going to come out his senior year. Obviously he wants to be a high draft pick. I mean, this is the way to start that journey. Come out and beat FSU by 10, something crazy. That's going to, you know, really put you in a legitimate shot for a playoff push. So I think I agree LSU has the most to lose out of anybody this week. That is true. You know, FSU has the most to gain. So, I mean, this game right here, it kind of covers both angles. FSU comes it's, out wins big.
1: It is a win win for both teams to play this game week one, because if right. you're going to, if you have, if you have a national championship hopes, then the game to lose is week one, obviously. Right.
0: And, yeah, and realistically, if you lose, one of the the opposite teams is going to be a top five team right out the gate. Top four, probably. Correct. Yeah. So if you lose, you lost to the third-ranked team in the country, and then you went out convincingly, I mean, you still have a shot. You're in, obviously, toughest conference in football. Um, Correct. You can get away with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm stoked for that one. That'll be the 7.30 game. That'll be a good way to unwind, put the kids down, come down, pop on the couch, crack a beer, and have a day, you know? (laughs) Get ready. we have some drafts coming up this weekend. We'll cover it quickly, but we got a Sunday. Yeah, we do. Sunday-Monday combo. So we're going to have to be sharp. I'm glad this game's the 7.30 slate so I can go to sleep after that and – Get up early and start prepping. Um, What pick are you in? So I know we haven't got picks yet in Thurston's league. I'll be one because I was the big loser last year. I'll take it. Um, So we don't know your pick. But what pick are you in the car league? I am the eight pick in that league. So we'll be seven, eight, you and I. I'll take your guy there at seven. No, you better not, bud. I know who you want, bud. Who? Um, At seven... You probably want, I have no idea. I haven't even started prepping yet, to be honest. Have you? I
1: haven't, I have not looked at a single sheet.
0: <laughs> it's funny because we were going to preview a little bit of fantasy and neither one of us have read anything.
1: Dude, I've literally, it's like now that sports betting <clears throat> has been legal, like fantasy just doesn't do it for me anymore.
0: Yeah, it's like basically a drawn out. I I could win more or lose more in a weekend than all my fantasy buy-ins combined, very easily. You know, correct. Like our ten-game play, if your plays are ten or twenty dollars, I mean, depending on what your unit size is, um, I mean, that's basically fantasy buy-ins for two leagues, and then you have to wait seventeen weeks to get paid if you win.
1: Dude, right. you know what I'm trying so. I'm trying to put together my my JJ parlay here, oh, and yeah. and and for some reason on my laptop it's not giving. Like I can't find a certain game, but on my phone I can find it.
0: That's weird. See? It is weird, right? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I, I've seen that in DK where like there's a line I love, and I I've, I've been looking at it, and then I'll go back in my app, and for whatever reason the game's not there. And yeah. I end up not making the bet. They win, and I get pissed off. It happens probably once every two weeks. Um, The weekend of the Red sox yankee series, I wanted to bet like a big, like a 10-unit bet that Friday night game. I think the Sox were like plus 130. It was before the Yanks shit the bed. And it it wasn't showing up in my app for like two hours. And then the kids, I got out of work. The kids were here, and I just never got around to bet again. I was pissed off. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, so we'll we'll get our so next week we'll, we'll it'll be easier to do with the NFL. You'll have the JJ parlay, which is amazing, and then you'll have the the Timmy Teaser. They call me. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's Timmy's teaser. <laughs> Timmy's teaser. Um, so yeah, so I'll have a nice like four or five game teaser. Jay will have like a you know a four or five game parlay, and we'll get you some big plus numbers. We love the plus lines. so. Um, but, yeah, do you want to kind of run through our cards for this week? I mean, I know we said it. We're just going to do 10 units um, to basically just make it easier to track. I think we should potentially, and we can, we'll discuss this, but should we do it based off of money one, or should we just do everything... Is straight.
1: Well, That's I why. think I think if I think if we're just doing ten every week, then it should just go by overall record
0: win loss. So so realistic. There's no point. Like I have a few alt lines to get better numbers here. Realistically, yeah. just do straight either over unders or straight lines. Is that what we're thinking? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Or yeah. we could or we can go by. I mean, I mean, I guess it would be the same thing whether we went by win percentage or total record. It's the same
0: thing, right? Right. Okay, we'll do that. So I'll I'll take my my uh, teasers. I'm a big te- Timmy Teaser. They call me. So I'll take my. Yeah, te- I think
1: I think when we do our cards, we should stick to just over over unders or spreads. Yeah. And then and then uh, like at the end of each show, we can like run through any other like side bets we kind of like or prop bets that give you plus odds you kind of like or
0: yeah okay yeah
1: and plus and plus once we get our socials up and running like i'm gonna have a my own like i'll be posting like my full card every week right with all my bets that i place on my like on my twitter
0: yeah and everything okay no that's cool okay i like it See, growing pains, folks. But uh, by week one of NFL, we should at least know what we're doing for our competition, which is hilarious because we're buying each other into fantasy football and we're waiting it to start. But anywho, um, do you want to lead, or you want me to lead? Thought uh things? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll lead. That's fine. Okay, because I'm going to move my uh, alt lines back to regular spread, so I'll work on that.
1: All right. So for my card, I'd like. Utah, Florida over 44 and a half to start the week. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota over 43 and a half. Tennessee, Virginia over 56. UMass plus 35 at Auburn. Alabama, middle Tennessee over 51 and a half. Yeah. North Carolina <clears throat> minus two and a half at South Carolina. LSU minus two and a half at Florida state Colorado TCU under 63 and a half Buffalo plus 27 and a half at Wisconsin and Clemson minus 13 at Duke. Dang. I
0: like those all. It's going to be a tough week. One folks. Jay's locked in. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna read mine as the bet will show on my slip. So next week I'll I'll have both teams, but I'm just gonna read my team that I'm betting on. Um, so I got LSU minus two and a half. Obviously, we covered that game earlier. I think that a lock in my opinion. Um, obviously, Florida State's gonna to be tough, but um, I got LSU there. Uh, we talked about it earlier as well. The Utah line four and a half against Florida. Um, I'm gonna run with it I mean like you said I mean obviously new information presented but I didn't have time to change my card so I'm running with four and a half Utah uh, we got mini at home versus Nebraska minus seven um, I think that's an awesome line I, I hate sevens in general like I'll always buy the half point to six and a half but for the sake of this competition Minnesota minus seven uh, we got UCF. So the UCF game, I love the over 56, uh, 56 and a half potentially. I think we've kind of quoted it both ways. Um, I'm always over on UCF. They, they always put up a ton of points. Their defense isn't going to be top 10 D in college football by any stretch. So I love that number, 56 and a half. Uh, you hit on this a few times. I love this line, UConn, NC State. Minus 46 and a half that's gonna be a lock uh, a walk whatever you want to call it neither team's gonna be scoring much of anything I think that could be a 30 point game like in the 30s there we go um my Miami I like them what was that line Jay? 14 and a half
1: or for, uh, for Miami versus Miami
0: you, yeah, U-Miami. You, I think it moves. I just wanted to make it's
1: sure. It's uh, 16 and a half right now.
0: Oh, it's still... Okay, it is 16 and a half. Okay, that was the alt line last night. um So, yeah, Miami, 16 and a half. I was going to move it there anyway. so if Which it, one? Which one what? Miami is playing Miami. Oh, the
1: U. So you like the U minus 16 and a half.
0: Correct. I, okay. I, I truthfully didn't even... I thought you were messing with me. You kept oh. saying which one. I was like, what are you talking about? No, it's
1: about the Battle game? of Miami.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So it, it's easier when we record together because then I can actually have my phone up looking in DK while we're running through stuff. Yep. But I'm basing this purely off of memory right now, which is pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, U, the U, minus 16.5. Uh, I love it. Um, MSU, minus 14.5. Give me a line. I might tease that out to 16 and a half just to cover the, the three. Squirting. It's
1: 14. It dropped to 14.
0: Okay. So this is a perk of recording two separate days. Uh, I like 14 more. Obviously I can get a push now where I wasn't going to be able to get it before. Um, Hawaii Stanford. I always say the ball just flies a little bit further in Hawaii. Quarterbacks <laughs> can sling it. They're on the Island. Aloha is a stadium. It's a saying, too. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, Miami, oh, uh, excuse me, Hawaii, Stanford over 58. I think that'll be in the 60s. It's uh, 55 and a half. Why is everything moving? I like it. Hey, everything's working to my advantage right now. 55 I know. and a half, I'll take that all day. So people want to be hammering the under, though, if it moved. Um, TCU, is that still 20 and a half against Colorado? That is still 20 and a half. Okay, so I'm sticking with it. Three score game plus, um, I think that's really? 24 point game. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, if you want to fade it and add a pick, you can. But I,
1: like I mean, I mean, I am fading it in my complete card, but yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. I like. I've always liked TCU. Um, I guess just in general, I like their color scheme. So I'm
1: they're in it for a letdown season after making it to the Natty last year.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, but I don't think you don't get to the natty and then come out and drop one against Colorado in Week One. In my opinion, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I'm gonna,
1: it's Colorado. Did you forget? Do you did you forget what happened with Colorado?
0: They officially are retiring. No, I'm just kidding. What happened?
1: Well, you know who their coach is.
0: Yep. Elaborate.
1: Do you? Their coach is Dion.
0: Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Okay. I was wondering Yeah, about
1: the, coach going is about. D- they, the coach is Dion, and he sure. went in and cleaned house, and then he just got so many players in the transfer portal. He got, got the <clears throat> number one recruit, and then he, he also got that two-way player to transfer from Jacksonville State with him. His son's the quarterback at Colorado. Oh, boy. So that's why all the reasons why I love Colorado plus 20 and a half. Dude, I totally
0: forgot it was Dion. That's why I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah, that's true. I mean, he looked so good last year. I mean, that man—it's wild how you can translate to like a great coach from as good as he was as a player. I mean, I dude, guess-
1: they got that dude. They got that kid. <clears throat> I forgot his name, but he's got two first names, and uh, he plays cornerback and wideout. So he is literally dude, Deion Sanders.
0: That's insane, dude. That'll be fun to watch. too, the show hey of their time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like the
1: number. <clears throat> the number one recruit in the wow. country.
0: That's, I mean, Dion, yeah, I think you are right, but I remember he made some headlines. He he definitely brought some good players with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Colorado, They'll. I think they'll be a great program in like three or four years if Dion keeps coaching. He's,
1: Travis Hunter, that's his name.
0: Travis Hunter, folks.
1: Travis Hunter, yeah, he's a fucking, <clears throat> he's a sophomore transfer student, and he plays... He's going to be their best wide receiver and he, their best cornerback. Uh,
0: uh, That's pretty awesome. That's cool. You don't yeah. see you don't see that normally at the collegiate level. Obviously, people do it a lot in high school, but to be that good at both positions, yeah, wild.
1: And then and then he got then he has his son Shadir playing quarterback, and then his other son playing free safety.
0: Dude's got it made. To Dude, holy oh,
1: shit! I'm I'm looking at their roster right now. Yeah. Lawn. I'm looking at their depth chart right now Yeah Out of the 22 starting On offense and defense There are 18 transfer students
0: Yeah Dion came out and cooked dude He, Like you said he brought people with him He was obviously recruiting He was in the lab I mean it's hard to say Holy shit
1: Sanders. dude this team is all brand new Yeah
0: he, I'm fucking hammering that they're gonna. They might be a college football playoff team in like two years. When all well, they're, they're over are.
1: under for the, I hammered their over under for this year. It was three and a
0: half wins. That's silly. I think they win five games.
1: Yeah, I think that if uh, I forgot who I heard on a podcast earlier this week, I think it was Tom Finnelli. Yep. <clears throat> if that's that might, I don't know if it was Tom Finelli It was somebody, but they said that if Dion makes a bowl game, that he immediately deserves. A lifetime contract.
0: Yeah, I could see him getting the biggest college football coach. You know what I mean? Like all the perks. The first, yeah. The the two like two matches in Colorado, a key to the school, a key to the president's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you're gonna you're gonna come in and offer that dude everything. Because I mean, just. Name recognition on campus. People are gonna tune in to watch your team. You know what I mean. You're gonna get all the TV deals because people want to see Dion on the sidelines. So.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. I remember when they they had their spring game. Like the total amount of tickets sold for the 2022 spring game yep. were like 1,800 tickets, wow. and then and then they sold out their their stadium in like five minutes this season.
0: Jesus, that's awesome. Hey, go Dion. Dude's a content legend. It's cool seeing him chronicle last year. He was with Dana Beers, right? Who was doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff in Jackson State. Yeah, Yeah, that was cool. Um, So, yeah, no, I mean, I think you can make a case for 20 and a half, but um, I'm sticking to TCU and that. Um, I guess. Yeah. And then Mish, minus 36, if that's still the number, but obviously two rank. I see this being a 40-plus point game. All the big... Most of the time, the big ranked teams are covering early in the season because the, um, I guess, the throw in teams just aren't at the same speed, in my opinion. So I love, basically, I love all the top fours giving points for the most part. Um, yeah. And then my 10th pick, Fresno State plus four. Um, I think they, they have a lot of upside. The teams get a lot of players. Yeah. Um, kind of a crap line but I could see it being a field goal game and if so they cover I like it cool so those are our 10 we'll see we'll, we'll obviously open next week with uh, standings just to see how Jay and I are doing and then outside of that I mean it's fantasy draft weekend for a lot of folks so definitely do some studying don't make yourself look like an idiot and end up the 10 seed like I did uh, <laughs> when
1: are we but anyway I do have I do have uh, I do have a little three team parlay that I really like this week oh
0: you, you were able to sneak one in Yeah. okay
1: what do we got the Utah over 44 yep. and a half um, uh, Massachusetts UMass plus 35
0: mm-hmm Yep.
1: And Rutgers minus six and a half.
0: I don't hate it. I'm assuming UMass is that Amherst?
1: Yeah, it's UMass. They're getting 35 against Auburn. They were like a 20 something point dog last week, and they won outright. So.
0: Wow. Okay. I don't hate it. And what what did you say? What are you getting for uh, plus line there? There's plus 5.95. Damn. I actually might throw that one in. You'll have to text me that. I like it. Hey. Cool um but yeah no well like i said i'll have my teaser next week when i can actually use my phone and well we should sound better with obviously recording in person is a little bit easier so um this was just an emergency episode we couldn't hear ourselves so you guys weren't going to be able to hear us and we didn't go we didn't want to go a week without content this early in the season agreed cool All right, Suge, well, I'll sign us off. We're going to have some outro music, pumpkin spice, we call it. It's going to be pumpkin season coming up. So uh, enjoy this beat by Suge and have a safe weekend. Happy Labor Day.
1: Good luck, everyone. (laughs) Peace.